0: You know, it's like the dot com era where, you know, like a million, million things happened and then you end up with just a few. You know, it's uh, right now, every, everyone's doing it. Everyone is trying to make an NFT. Everyone is trying to do it. So it's just you can't see the wood for the trees. But once that once that starts to clear, and um, we'll all this will all decide organically what's valuable. What do we actually want? <laughs> what do we want from an NFT? What even are they? I mean, you know, we're talking about maybe 4% of the world knows what an NFT is right now. So, like, it's so early. We've no idea. But eventually, you know, everyone's going to know and they're going to be used every day.
1: Welcome back to Cool Hand Crypto, where cinema, culture, and crypto collide. Today's guest is a multifaceted, award-winning filmmaker, director for London-based production company 505 Films, manager for rapper-producer duo Larwood & Co., and most importantly, TikTok celebrity who continues to shine as a voice of reason in the chaos of my feed. Luke Dale, welcome to the show. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thanks for having me, mate. I don't know about all that, but that's, uh, that's quite an intro. Thank you very much. Very kind. Yes,
1: of course. Of course. Well, I think we, it, we'd be remiss to not start with TikTok. So I, I do want to get into crypto and 505 films and, and a little bit of everything. But um, let's start with TikTok. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your journey in TikTok?
0: Well, man, it's super early days and it happened incredibly quickly. I th- I'd say about a month ago, like I uh, and I'll tell you how it began. I be- So I, r- I managed this rapper whom I love dearly. And I said to him, look, <clears throat> the way that uh, social media is working at the moment, Instagram is a dying animal, bruv. Like get up, get off Instagram. It's not going to serve you. Um, and we've been trying to grow his Instagram for so long. And I was like, look, I think TikTok, you could blow up pretty pretty quickly and we can get people listening to your music so i said i'll tell you what i'll put my money where my mouth is right and i will i'll do two posts and if those posts do well then you have to do it because he doesn't like the idea of TikTok. but i'm bringing him around to it and uh, and i said if, if if those posts do well you have to do it and those posts blew up <laughs> what were the original posts what were those two posts well the first one was just me talking about like nfts and stuff and there was a and there was another one, yeah the other one um the other one was the i did i did i did a uh, a video about vv which is the the yep. the disney yep which is what most people most people who you know uh know me through tiktok that's how they came to came to find me
1: explain what Vivi is for people cuz i i want this show to be very accessible to people who are just sort of getting into Crypto and 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 everything. So what what is VV?
0: VV is basically an NFT platform for major corporations, really, and brands. And they have a lot of stuff in the pipeline. They have their own um, token, the Ecomi um, Omi token, um, and we don't know much about what their plans are because they do keep things kind of under wraps, but. You know, they recently launched, uh, they're still very young. I think they've been going for like maybe a year or two. Um, but they recently launched the Disney NFTs. And that's what, that. I mean, it literally blew up. And I think I had quite a lot to do with <laughs> that getting so big. I mean, we're talking like 2.4 million views that video got. Yeah, so like yeah. they had such a crazy influx of people traffic from my video. <laughs> I had no idea. And it actually, I shot myself in the foot because you know I talked about it, and then I couldn't get the NFTs that I wanted because because it was so difficult to get the drops. Um, but never mind. And yeah, they, they so so they're they're kind of they have been getting crazy big licenses. They're they're looking out for you know Pokemon and stuff like that, and they're going to be selling these for the for for the foreseeable.
1: Yeah. I, I tried every day to get one of those Disney golden moment things, and I, I couldn't. I didn't Did get you manage. One, not one.
0: No. No. I was incredibly lucky, and and very zealous in my mission, and I got I managed to get three straight off the first market, and then I bought one, uh, off off the secondary market.
1: I think I actually saw a, a guy on TikTok. I think he was using one of those massaging, vibrating things to press the button over and over and over again to try to get <laughs> the NFT. But uh, I'm not sure if it was. That is dedication. That is dedication. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with your TikTok, t- tell me more about sort of your uh, mission with it because it has become such a great crypto NFT resource. Um, but obviously, you have a lot of other things going on. So, are you are you going to sort of merge those into your TikTok, or is that going to stay a dedicated crypto talk, or? Or what are your plans with it?
0: Well, it's a really good question, man. I mean, I think most of the people that have followed me on here are all because like because of t- uh you know the initial stuff like NFTs and crypto that I talk about. But um, you know, eventually people stick around if they if they fuck with you, if they if they like you as a person. So um, you know, there are things that will come to up down the line, interesting stuff that I'm up to that I can share with people. But to be honest, I think like the value that I get out of TikTok tends to be crypto stuff, NFT stuff. And that's kind of what I'm mostly interested in in my personal day-to-day, right? So I think that's the kind of thing I'll keep it to. Uh, And if I'm going to do content, it'll be regarding that. I have learned more in the past month of being on TikTok and actively being on it than I have ever learned about any other sector or any other skill set. I mean, it's just been like my brain is just exploding with new knowledge and I'm learning about I mean, I've been, you know, softly researching stuff for a long time, for like a couple of years. But recently, like with TikTok, it just really helps steer you to the right people in the right places. Um, And yeah, and and now people are following me that I have been admiring. Uh, So that's really cool as well, because I'm now making connections with people I really admire and really like really rate the opinion of, you know, and can ask them like like questions. Uh, I I sent a message to... uh, Joshua Jake earlier like asking him about stuff and I was like it's amazing that I'm able to do that cuz he's he's awesome you know
1: is it mainly crypto stuff you've been learning or just general learning or more about uh filmmaking and and how to do brand deals and things like that
0: I'd say the most the kind of the most stuff I've learned has been to do with NFTs and crypto to be honest um I've been a filmmaker you know for like maybe 5 6 years um probably more so in the past 3 but Uh, And film, film is like my bread and butter. That's how I make my money. That's my. I've got my own production company that you know I'm self-employed with that. And uh, and I don't really TikTok doesn't really offer me anything in that in that sort of space. Like I, I'm pretty good. I use TikTok as a kind of like honestly as a kind of learning tool, and it's really good for signaling. uh, You off like you you spend an hour on there and you'd be like it'll give you can you can accumulate maybe ten things to go and research. Um, it's it, the way that algorithm works is unfathomably yeah, accurate yeah. and brilliant, and it gives you exactly what you're kind of looking for. You can get pretty addicted to it, so it's
1: it's quite dangerous. Is is TikTok also a revenue stream for you, or or you need more? What number at what number TikTok does it become a revenue stream?
0: It's it's certainly it it, it could be. I mean, it's I've certainly done a couple of uh, well a few promotions recently i actually made a blunder yesterday because i didn't realize you have to disclose this stuff and um so i will be doing henceforth but uh it it certainly could become that because i i honestly get about 20 messages a day from brands now which is which is kind of crazy that's great with only I'm, i'm closing in on 50k followers and i'm quite shocked that people would uh
1: you know, be into that. Is TikTok creator fund also something you're a part of? Is is there money to be made from the creator fund or, or you have to be at much higher numbers? I
0: think you can. I think you can. I think you have to be over 10, maybe 10 or 12,000 followers. Uh, but I've not even looked into it. Like I say, it's, it's just so, so early. I've only just started. So I don't know where, where it'll lead, but. So
1: t- uh, tell me about 505 Films.
0: So it started, uh, probably about three years ago, um, and that well, the idea started three years ago and uh, it, it kind of culminated with me managing this rapper. And I was like, well, I know I need to be because I'm not just his manager. I also sort of make his music videos and content. And I was like, well, it just makes it just makes good sense to start a company uh, now and, do, and put everything that I do through it. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, I was making these music videos. I was making a short film. I wanted to make a feature, which I'm currently uh, doing. i and i and then I've got another set of clients that are kind of um, corporate, you know, so I work with McDonald's and a few london-based companies. And so I was like, let's just put it all into a limited company um, and then it all, and then I can reinvest in it um, and that and that just made sense. So that's what that's where the company came from.
1: This is your director- feature directorial debut, correct?
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we, me and some pals, got together, a, a f- a, like about going on like a year and a half, two years ago, and we decided to make this uh, short film. And then that has, the the process of making that was so successful in terms of creative, uh, kind of uh, nourishment, and also you know, it just has done, it's performed so well as short films go. It has really, it's really stormed the festivals and jump um, people. It's called jump. Yeah. And people have just, people loved it. And so because of that, me and the writer of that uh, production decided to work together again. Cause we were like, we clearly have some magical source here. Let's keep going. And he's a very, very, very good writer. Um, so I don't want to lose him. <laughs> he
1: makes me. Yeah, look it was bit, great. Right? I watched right. it. It was it was it was fantastic. Uh it was Oh,
0: thank you so much. It was fairly tragic uh,
1: and, and emotional and and uh yeah. and, and really director, engaging and, and really
0: well shot. You shot it too, right? That's right. I was I was producer, cinematographer, and editor on it. So it was it was a bit of an undertaking. The director of it uh had had directed the stage play and then she um came on to do the film because it made good sense, you know, that she had such a good rapport with the with the actor and knew the world and it would just make good sense and she nailed it. And then, uh, yeah, the actor is sensational. Actually, I think out of all the awards we've won, he has uh, won the most, you know, he's won most, out of all, it's always best actor because he, he, like, undeniably, it's just like a powerful powerful performance
1: is the original source material based on anything true or is it is it totally uh, fictional
0: it's it's fictional but i think it was a co- it was a kind of accumulation of lots of things that that nile the writer had observed in his hometown and um uh, it was actually born out of a uh, project that we all went to drama school together me and nile and george uh and and it was a project that we were given where you had to direct write and start in your own one man play. So I did one, uh, Niall did one, and Niles was so good and I said to him you need to carry it on once it's once it, you you're happy with it in at the theater and you've done your run, we should we should you know make this into a film. So we so we did and it did really well.
1: And it's fantastic, yeah. So what what's um, the progression from doing shorts to this feature? Obviously that's a much bigger undertaking.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a completely different beast, and it's incredibly frustrating because um, I don't have a track record of having making having made features. So the problem with that is people are reluctant to give money to a first time filmmaker for a feature. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. It's really hard uh, to prove that you are not going to squander their money. So the thing is we're going through a private investment route and i've got a fantastic producer on it and an amazing line producer on it and they you know are hopefully going to get us there and the producer is currently getting soft circle like investment um and hopefully by january we'll be a little bit clearer on where we're at but the budget is about 150k Mm-hmm. um which is which is a nice sort of number for yeah. a first feature because yeah oh, because it's not like crazy money so it's not going to be like too daunting for us let me guess it you are start. the
1: uh director actor uh dp editor and uh 17 other roles
0: <laughs> i'm not actually on that on that no i'll be just that, director. that's amazing
1: how is that possible for 150k yeah.
0: because um we're just gonna have to do it the the beauty of the film is that it's mostly set in one room, um, perfect. And 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 if you've got a good script, you can do that. Did you see that film recently with Jake Gyllenhaal? That's all set in yes. like, yes, uh, yes. Is, is, I can't remember what it's called, but that's an amazing example of a film that can get you hooked and is brilliant. But also, like, it's it's um it's it's the gripping, guilty. but it's probably guilty. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very like Bad cheap idea. to make. I would have thought. Yeah, so yeah, no, but that's it, the well, yeah, it was a it,
1: pandemic movie. I, I think they they purposely did it very, very uh, yeah tight budget and in one room for that reason.
0: And that's what it kind of happened with uh, with Nile. Nile was writing this film, and he knew that we wouldn't be able to get any money for it, so he wrote a really cheap, a cheap film. And then the more we got uh, a, a kind of interest from producers, the more it grew a little bit more and a little bit more, but still kept pretty cheap. And so we've ended up with this like really, this film with a great kind of like commercial potential, but it's still got that indie feel, and um and it's not it's it can it can be done in a, in a, in about 150k it can easily be done if you're smart with it, um yeah because the cast isn't too big, the 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 set it would be pretty cheap to make it it's it's doable so.
1: So are you are you still putting the budget together now or are you what phase exactly are you in
0: The thing is everything's done everything is done and it has taken a year right. a year to actually get everything in place like we have budgeted it we have scheduled it we have done concept art we have done uh, storyboarding. We have like everything is there. The only thing that's not done is the is the shot list because I want to wait until we have the money because I don't want to do a shot list for a film that I'm not might potentially make. You know, if the, God forbid we don't get any money and we have to like right. abandon the film. Which I I will never do. I don't want to on the film, but like it, it, I don't want to do a shot list for a film until I know we're making it. You know, so that's the only thing left.
1: You know, one of the reasons I was really excited to talk to you was because you are a filmmaker and uh, you're you're on TikTok using that as as marketing. You're crypto focused, and I'm really interested to hear your perspective on if and how all of that uh, intermingles with each other, how all, all that comes together. Um, I ju- I just interviewed somebody who. Who's putting? Trying to put together a a uh, a uh, fil- film production DAO, a dis- decentralized DAO. Um, I know there's a couple other DAOs that are that are trying to do, uh, you know, film production DAOs. Um, are you keeping these lanes separate, or are you are you uh, using crypto, for example, to help finance the film or anything like that?
0: So this is a fucking fantastic question. I I I. I... Currently, I'm hoping that crypto, I mean, I invest all, all of my investments are through my company, so I don't make any personal investments. Um, this was something I learned from a guy called Siam Kid, uh, who is on YouTube, and, and is, But I've learned a lot from watching his seminars. And he was like, look, if you invest into a DAO, and it keeps yielding high APY, you can use the money that comes into the company and, and forget about it. And that'll be that'll be really good for your business um so that was that was the idea initially to 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 uh just reinvest and then if i make if i make money through crypto i just reinvest it into the company and then i can kind of be a diversified film company that you know could become a could become some sort of label uh not in a traditional sense but managing a rapper it makes sense to go down a music route like so that so ideally yeah that's that's the that's the kind of short term plan, um, but in terms of you know me creating a DAO or something, I mean that's way off. That's way off. That that that's like a. If I was to do something like that, I, I certainly could, um, but I I'd need to learn a lot more. I've got a lot more to learn before we go down that
1: route. Yeah. Do, do you have any thoughts on what, uh, whether you created or somebody else, what does that look like? What what does a a a, a filmmaking DAO of that that works, in your opinion, look like. I mean,
0: it's a fantastic question. I've seen another another guy on TikTok actually is is uh, is literally doing this very thing, and I've I've watched I've observed some of his videos on it, and um, I think like DAOs in general. I mean, it's just about being it's just about being fairer, isn't it? And and yeah. not, you know, it's it's about distribution of wealth in a, in a kind in the fairest possible democratic way and i think in the film industry it's it's really it it can be quite corrupt and it can be kind of can be kind of screwed up in terms of money and um and i think a DAO a little bit potentially could could solve a lot of those 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 issues um but i i can't speak too much on that because it's it i i'm not kind of your uh the most technical guy on that sort of stuff but i'm but i'm certainly like looking into that kind of thing
1: let's talk i i don't want to get too in the weeds on um two in the weeds on crypto just because i i think some of my listeners aren't necessarily trading um or or you know invested they're more interested in the bigger picture of it all but i but i do have some questions i do have some questions i want to talk about in, in sort of your perspective so the, the first is ha- how are you navigating crypto because you you seem to have a, a really good line into great projects uh rat dow i i just had um sean Zhu, who the founder of that on which which i think i heard about first through you and, oh, great. Uh, I love Sean. Yeah, I yeah. talk to
0: Chick a lot. He's great. Yeah.
1: Great. Great, great project. Great. But then there's there's like The, the Last Raptor, which uh, is a... Uh, well, why don't you explain? What's The Last Raptor?
0: The Last Raptor is a NFT project where they have created an aggregation AI software that uh, is available for free to the holders of the NFT and the software basically will uh, in theory tell you which are the most undervalued or overvalued or you know the ones that are going to pump the nfts in the space and this is something that's kind of lacking i mean you've got some websites that will uh, kind of kind of do rankings and kind of tell you what's hot and what's not kind of thing but but uh, this is a um it's called i think it's called the nf tool and I, this is something that's like really promising to be uh like using AI to be really really accurate and really good. So I, I mean I liked the idea. Um and I spoke with them and they seemed legit and it seems to be it seems to be panning out. I mean they've they've put up a demo of how it like looks, the interface and everything it looks pretty good. Uh but it's not available yet. So we'll see. But this is the thing. I, I only want to promote a project if it if I feel it has intrinsic value. Um, I'm not, I, I just get, I get so many people trying to get me to shill stuff and I'm like, I, I won't even look at, I won't even like reply if it's a half-assed message, Yeah. you know, uh, or, 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 the, or, or I'll look at the project and I'll be like, well, it doesn't do anything. I mean, you've just, you've just done what everyone else is. You're jumping on a bandwagon. Where's the value for anyone? Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't sell this to people because they're go- The, the, the sad thing is everyone just asks, well, what's in it for me? You know, so I can't sell these rubbish kind of like half ass projects. But right, the last Raptor, Rat Dow, like they're young, kind of like very early projects. But what they could do long term is kind of cool, and that's what I look for. That's why I go, okay, all right, I'm I'm looking. This looks good. You know?
1: Tell me about, and you don't have to reveal their names because I I don't know if they're they're um, public yet. But how did it come about that you spoke with with one of the members of last raptor so they reached
0: out to me through um it was they were using a i think they were using like a third party like you've got some companies that will reach out to influencers or influence i'm certain they'll reach out uh, and they'll they'll do that on their behalf and they'll say look i'm i'm working with them trying to find people that would be good and uh if you want to you can come and uh come and promote the project if you like the look of it um, and they'll offer like, they may, maybe they'll offer me like a whitelist or a, or an NFT or maybe a right, bit of money. Right. But Obviously I won't take that if, uh, if, if I think it's rubbish, um, and then, then, yeah. So then they put me through to, uh, like the, like the one of the co-founders and I had a chat with him and, uh, it seemed,
1: it seemed great. So when you were speaking with them, what did you know their name or was it anonymous during the call,
0: well, it, w- it was it wasn't a call. It was it was through Discord. So they put me through, and Definitely. I had like a had like an interaction with them through Discord and like chatted away. Um, I'm not sure if they're doxed actually, but the the they have they have come through on every promise they've made. You know, we did everyone did receive their whitelist. Everyone did receive their NFTs, and I just kind of make a judgment call on you know how things are looking, how big the community is, uh, how engaged are they um how do they how do they come across you know do they do they fulfill the promises they're making you know as they're as they're coming because most projects you know as they're launching will will say we're going to do this and if they if they if they're continually fulfilling promises it it always looks good and they're actually active and you know because because the thing is with crypto like and nfts is because everything's moved so quickly you know you can't sign contracts you know that's what i tried to do initially I was like, well, how do I know you're, you know, if I post this for you, how do I know I'm not going to receive a whitelist? Or how do I know right. your community is not going right. to receive? How do I know this isn't a scam? And they were like, well, you know, this, everything's moving so fast, we can't do contracts. You you have to take us at face value. And so it is risky, but that, but everyone kind of knows that. I mean, you wouldn't be in crypto if you didn't know it was, you know, it, it's right. high risk, high reward. And, uh, that's
1: the way it is. I think you had it right with uh, all the projects I've heard you talk about. With, with Last Raptor, I, I heard about it, I, I probably threw you, and I was following it loosely for, for weeks, um, yeah. but I, I never jumped in uh, just because I, I, they weren't doxxed, and I, I, was, I, just, I, I was suspicious. You know, I, I just didn't know yeah. enough, and I, maybe I didn't do enough research, which is totally possible, but, um, but it, it scares me when I, I have no idea who these people are.
0: Yeah, it is scary. It is scary, and and I just, it's usually a gut feeling of like doing some research, looking into what they have already achieved, what they're up to, um, how they're providing value, um, you know, and and look, if if let's say that the software comes out and it's terrible, or it's um, or or they just or they just rug pull, like everyone is susceptible to this at all times. And I and and I I try to make sure people know that like it it, this is a risky risky space that we're in yeah but 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 also like if they've come up with a really solid idea and they're and they and they are delivering on promises it kind of it's it's it would be more shocking to me that people would rug pull when when a lot like the Rat Dow guys there's no way on God's green earth that that is a rug pull I agree yeah I mean, it's, it's never in a million years. I mean, if you look at the team, they're all they're all artists,
1: yeah, yeah, and they're, they're all they're art- all public and their names are out, and you can talk to them yeah. and reach them and and um they're they're very communicative in the discord and, and elsewhere yeah. maybe explain to people who haven't heard of uh Snowdog what happened there?
0: Oh, that was fun um so yeah, so snowbank was like maybe like snowbank. the fourth fourth or fifth, yeah, so that was a a kind of offshoot of that of snowbank Snowdog. And it was maybe maybe like the fifth or fourth biggest Dow at the time, and um, so Snowbank were kind of affiliated with Snowdog, and they ran this they ran this uh, experiment or this game for a week, and they were like, we're gonna give you the highest. I think on their website they said. It will be the highest percentage you have ever ever. It be the highest percentage number you have ever seen in your life. Okay, <laughs> which is quite a claim to make. Like the highest number you've ever seen. That's how much the APY. So I was like, well, this is this is like hilarious for one thing. Um, and what they did was they they the APY uh, at the beginning was like an insanely insanely high number, and and obviously the more people went in it the more it decreased and then i don't know it got to like maybe a hundred thousand by the end and what i found from that was incredibly valuable lesson because i i was there on the eve of because what they said they were going to do was uh they were going to do a buyback at the end of the week so they were like right give us uh 10 10, 10 days and uh we're gonna with all the money that we've got we're gonna just we're gonna buy our own Stock, if you like. We're going to buy our own uh, What toga. What was
1: this DAO doing, though? What were they promising? Did, did they have utility?
0: No. no, they wanted to be the next Shiba. That was their, that was the ploy. It was to be the next Shiba. It was to be a next, the meme coin on the... Uh, which which network was it on now? Was it AVAX or was it... I think it was AVAX. And so they were like, we're, we're going to be the next big meme coin for this network that hasn't got a big one that was the idea and they fucked it up royally royally and ruined everything and snowbank had uh, you know it was still early but they had a they were getting a pretty good reputation people were pretty happy with them and it totally decimated uh their uh their coin as well and quite rightly because i was there on the night and i put in just a little bit of money just to see what would happen and i and just to have some skin in the game and and they they just took. They liquidated everything without anyone even noticing. I mean, there were no, there were no bars on the chart. There was nothing, nothing. And then suddenly, I was in this chat with these guys, and they were all just like, "Guys, it's over. It's gone." Yeah. And I was like, "What do you mean? Like, it's got like you haven't even seen it. Like, look at look at the volume." I was like, "Oh my god. Oh, how did they do that?" And I have, still to this day I don't really understand how they did it, but they did. And is, is it, is it uh, your
1: sense that this, these are malicious actors like this? This is this, this wasn't an accident or something. This is this is well a, they, a scam. that's
0: what they, that's, that's what they've said. That's what they tried to paint it as. But but how how is that even possible? I mean, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. You know, they 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 literally said we're doing a buyback. hit follow this link, do all this stuff. And and everyone waited for the moment and it never came and then about four maybe three people walked away with all the money right. and no one noticed right. that is a that is a rug pull if i have ever seen one that is and, d- a d- and rug didn't they
1: just pull. reset the website as if nothing happened like come on join us again
0: they basically were like they ju- they they just pretended like nothing had happened yeah and it was uh it was pretty shocking but um so are people I'll be still really investing
1: thought- in this today
0: I, you've got to be a complete you've got to be a complete degenerate to yeah. do that i mean yeah. that is completely mental yeah that is crazy yeah I, I i will never touch that again um craziness but i i like I say it really did provide a lesson because i was like if this uh if this blows like this is huge and i want to be a part of it yeah uh but if it doesn't i'm never doing this again i really am not and uh and i won't i so, won't I'm are you with, doing I'm it down again down. no mate uh, no more meme meme stuff yeah to me yeah no, no. i, I uh, utility and what's being actually used Yes. what yeah. is being used what is what is you know what's useful to people what do people want
1: which is still risky because you don't know if these people are going to deliver but but makes more sense to invest in that yeah yeah that's right what yeah. can, can you talk a little bit about uh, Olympus DAO? Uh, yeah, I've seen you talk a lot about it on TikTok, and can you explain what it is and why it's interesting?
0: Yeah, so this is like a this is a really new concept to to crypto. Um, it's what the the head of Ava, the head of uh, uh, Time Wonderland calls it, like a mega ICO. And basically, it's the idea. I think for it is that it will become uh its own it because it owns its own treasury and it's it's like its own asset it will be the most it will be the most kind of stable crypto that you can have eventually that's the idea um and you don't have to, and you won't have to peg things to the dollar anymore you could peg stuff to ohm you could peg stuff to time um because the more adoption um the bigger the volume the the the, the more stable it will become uh because people will get a sort of fair stake and i think it's i think it's a really genius idea and it's obviously it's a DAO, so it's autonomous um well ohm is particularly i, I actually saw sort of noticed something interest- really interesting recently on twitter uh where the head of time and the head of ohm ohm by the way is uh, they're not docs they are uh, completely anonymous and we'll talk more about what why that might be in a minute but um but the head of time is completely doxxed and completely out there. And they had an argument on Twitter and they had came to came to loggerheads and the head of Ohm was criticizing the guy from Time um, for changing metrics and, and upping the APY when you know this should all be autonomous. You shouldn't mess around with anything, you shouldn't change anything. And he was like, This is the problem with uh, that we have like in government in in normal fiat currency like people fucking around and the the whole point of ohm and the whole point of DAOs is to be it's it's not controlled by right. anybody right. it's controlled by the de- the democracy that the the you know that it's like a voting system and he was like why the, why are you doing this like it might be good short term for your holders and they might love you um and you're like some pretending to be some benevolent uh, leader and it's like, what, what do you want? To, do you want like a benevolent dictator or do you want a completely autonomous, you know, no people involved system? Right. Which one do you prefer? You, if you go for benevolent leader, you're putting a lot of trust in one man and you're hoping he's not going to rug pull and you're hoping he's, he's going to do the right thing. And some people might want to go for that because people buy people sometimes. But if you go for Ohm, it's, it's not contro- it's controlled by everyone and they decide so it's 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 a really interesting discussion um but ohm, yeah um i i i love it um i'm not in there right now because of the where the market is but i will be getting back in there as soon as i can when it looks a little bit more bullish
1: what is time what is ohm and how is it related to olympus uh
0: so time and ohm are the tokens of uh you know wonderland and olympus and they um Essentially, you stake... Because 99% of people that are using them stake the money. And what you do is uh, you stake your money. And if you leave it in, it will appreciate you, uh, through a, for a very high APY. Um, and what it does is it incentivizes people to stay in. Um, because if you unstake, uh, largely the APY will go up. So... Uh, but if you stay in, and lots of people come in, the APY goes down, but the price goes up. So it's this kind of, and it's always doing this. It's always, it's always, but it's balancing itself autonomously. Um, but because of the the high staking reward, it's supposed to be kind of attractive uh, for for investors. And you know, at the moment, they are they're trying to because it's so early. They they haven't really integrated any. There's nothing like more to it than that, to be honest, right now. I mean, I, I'm following Olympus quite closely and they they're certainly got things in the pipeline. And so does like the head of time was saying that uh, he's they're going to build they're going to build an RPG, uh, a role playing game and build it on AVAX uh, on, on time. Sorry, on the AVAX network. And he wants it to be a kind of a ecosystem to build lots of games on and use time token and there, there's your use case that's brilliant but because it's so early they're not there yet and they have to prove themselves they have to prove they're not going to rug pull they have to and once you get the mass adoption because everyone's like well it's clearly legit it's been going for years that's when it'll change but the, the idea is you know right now it's just a, it's they're they're trying to bring people in with it and say that it's a safe bet um, and that even if people unstake, the apy will go up and hopefully you won't lose everything because of the fact that it buys its own stock when it goes to zero which is a right you know if that is true we haven't seen that happen yet you know if the bear market comes and it does go down it'd be really fascinating to see what happens to ohm in time will they you know what will happen to ohm is going to be like really interesting to watch
1: prior to crypto were were you day trading or, or doing any type of stock trading
0: um i i did a little bit uh some years ago and i looked into it uh but i i never really made money doing it i just kind of like messed around and, and got used to it um and then yeah i i very softly was was uh buying and selling cryptos over the last couple of years but never really took it seriously until maybe a few months ago and um now i now i'm completely obsessed like it is becoming slowly and steadily becoming my entire life uh <laughs> i just but I, but I find it so interesting and and, and you know what it's probably more interesting right now because of what is happening uh with 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 the bull run and 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 whether we're you know we are like doing this right now it's either it's we're either screwed or you know
1: when there's just so much information so many different projects so many different memes um you, you know how do you how do you see clearly
0: well i'm i'm in a bit of a privileged position right now because actually a lot of the good projects come to me first so they'll reach out to me like uh, big time uh, someone from big time got in touch with me recently and that's a, that's a that's a really really cool project um and and that i already was aware of it but you know so so a lot of the time i'm i'm being uh through that being thrust in my face but uh navigating it it's really hard I mean there's so many um I think that that question will probably become a little bit clearer the more the rubbish kind of goes aside right now we're in this like you know it's like the dot-com era where you know like a million million things happened and then you end up with just a few you know, it's. Uh, right now, every everyone's doing it. Everyone is trying to make an NFT. Everyone is trying to do it. So it's just you can't see the wood for the trees. But once that once that starts to clear, and um, we'll all this we'll all decide organically what's valuable. What do we actually want? <laughs> what do we want from an NFT? What even are they? I mean, you know, we're talking about maybe. Four percent of the world knows what an nft is right now so like it's so early we've no idea but eventually you know everyone's gonna know and they're gonna be used every day
1: do you feel like discord is the epicenter of these conversations
0: it it can be good I, i i think a discord is is useful for like small communities um of of people that want to help each other and actually have like a real discussion, but often often Discord is used as a flex to demonstrate a, a kind of following, and then you and then it's just like a load of rubbish in the comments. And I just I'm not interested in people saying yeah big pump, you know I'm not, I am do not care. But like actually I I've joined a couple of uh, discords lately of people that I really respect the opinion of, and um, yeah I, I've really enjoyed enjoyed engaging in those communities so i think discord yeah is good for it's good for if you want like advice help uh yeah that's another good that's a good way to navigate the spaces. join a dis join a discord of someone that you really rate and that you think is cool um and they'll hopefully be able to help you
1: let's uh shift out of crypto tell me about uh being a manager
0: being a manager um yeah i've been looking after freddy uh, uh larwood uh, for three years and then about a year ago, uh, we found miraculously a producer, and then we were like, "This works really well. Uh, let's let's make it a proper duo." So they became Larwood and Co, which is um, which I love the name because it's like a company. <laughs> uh, but he's called Koh, so it's Larwood and Co, and yeah, they've been working together for a year. They've put out an EP. They're, they're working on the next one now. We're going to release that next year. Um, we've made a absolute buttload of of music videos um and content and stuff and it's been a really slow and steady journey upwards and they've probably right now got about i don't know maybe a thousand people that really really like them and um so it's so it's super early but in a in a in an era where literally everyone's making music and everyone wants to be a a famous musician it's just incredibly hard to rise above the noise especially when algorithms don't help you um and we 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 make really kind of high end stuff because I obviously have this company and I do everything for them for free, so we we try and make really high end stuff, but it doesn't get it doesn't get the traction that it ought to uh, because we don't have the you know we we don't necessarily have like a huge marketing bu- budget, so we kind of rely on trying to plow on and make um, just make good stuff, yeah, and like we just make we try and make good stuff and hope that. You know the art will speak for itself and will win out in the end so we'll just keep doing that until we don't want to anymore basically that's the that's the current strategy unless you know we make a ton in crypto and uh and put that put, put a bit into marketing uh because we really don't we really don't spend anything on marketing and that's the key with with artists, you've got to you have you
1: have to. Does working as as a manager help inform or educate your work as a as your own filmmaker, as a director, as a producer, as an editor?
0: Yeah, it really did. Uh, it's it's uh, because I was I was basically picking up a camera all the time and working with them, and also being quite economical in the way that I would that we would shoot stuff because uh, we didn't want to spend too much. So we were like, okay, well, how co- how do we be as creative as we possibly can? Um, without sacrificing quality, but but also, um, yeah, not spending a, a crap load. so that that comes with uh, a lot of great experience because once you can do that, when you do have money and when you do have big budgets, you are able to use them economically and 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 to the to your greatest advantage. Um, so it's been really. I I owe a lot to to them boys for, uh, you know they're they're very grateful to me for helping them, but I'm also grateful that I get to work with them because we they, they feed me as much as as much as I do them.
1: Are you doing? Are you working with uh, VaynerMedia?
0: Uh, so they reached out to me bizarrely a few weeks ago. Um, I had messaged Gary V. Um, on through through his website, and then they got back to me and. Uh, I had a meeting with Gary V's one of Gary V's assistants. And I was like, oh, it's, I can't believe you've actually come back to me. This is crazy. And he was like, what? No, we haven't. What do you mean? And I was like, oh, I thought you received my email. And he was like, no, nah, man, we're just reaching out to you because of your wow. TikTok following. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how, how crazy is that? That I email Gary V, and then Vayner Media come back to me, but it's not about my email. It's just out of coincidence. That 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 they want to help. They want to kind of like work with me on NFTs and stuff. And I was like, that's amazing. that's a very weird coincidence.
1: What did you want to work with Gary on? What what did you email about?
0: I all I wanted to do was get a ten minute interview with him to talk about NFTs. That is all I wanted. And I was like, look, I'll take ten minutes of your time, and I'll put it on my. I'll start a YouTube with it. That'll be the first one. And then I'll take the gems, put them on TikTok, um, and I'll ask questions that I feel. Maybe haven't been asked of him yet um, to do with to do with NFTs because he gets asked a lot of the same stuff. But um, but now it doesn't look like I'm going to get that interview for a while, but hopefully one day, one day. Uh, but um, well, I don't
1: know if he's n- watching this, but what are the questions?
0: Well, what the, the, for me, um, I have re- I wrote them down, actually. I'd, I'd have to go to my notes on my phone, which but I'm doing this live. So I can't. What notes I are, think well, what,
1: what kind of questions then?
0: Yeah, well they, they were mostly to do with like so that so for instance there was this website that got launched I think it was like Pirate NFT Bay or the right, NFT yeah, Bay or something. Yeah. Did you right. see this? Did you yes. hear about
1: that? Yeah, so it was it was just uh stealing well or borrowing or I don't know the word all of the actual source files of the NFTs. Yeah. So anyone who wanted yeah. to to um get their own version of the yeah. of, of of I guess the original, right? It wasn't even a copy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it, because of that, there were a lot of there were a lot of fun that came out around that and the people saying, you know, like all an NFT is and I, and I was really interested. They're like, look, all an NFT is and that look, NFTs are getting a huge amount of hype, but all an NFT is, is a bit of code um, that le- that leads to like, um, like a like a. It sits in a Google Drive or a, or a Dropbox. And that's all. That's all it is. Um, it's just this image, and and it, it's nothing really more than that. And and I was like, I need to know more about this. This is this is interesting. Basically, the argument is that right-click save. You know, it it it's uh, you can screenshot this. And I, I wanted to ask him like, what what his opinions are on on that, and really dig into that because he will argue that. Well, yeah, but. Um, you know ownership is going to be and proof of ownership is everything and i think yeah with social media that will that will change the more they adopt this stuff like we like of course you'll know that twitter is going to have this thing where you have little icons to prove that um, what you own is is yours right um and i think that all gets that sort of stuff will get solved. but i really wanted to dig into that and be like look man what how how what are the ways in which we're gonna see um, NFTs like and proof of ownership become more adopted? Because in a way, I kind of agree with the people that are saying it's right click save is just as good. Um, but it's but it's but I want to know like what like really why does he really believe that um, this stuff is gonna change?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. And and what do you think as far as is it the proof of ownership or is it is it more of a status thing or is it more of a certificate of authenticity i know uh, uh mr wonderful from shark tank talked about it about how all you know he's going to have watches in the future where the certificate of authenticity is is uh, an nft um, so and someone could i don't know i guess if they stole that nft then would they have you know would that be an issue with that watch right yeah i don't know
0: it's a, it's a, it's a tough one i think for some people it will always be a flex so the, the the idea of flexing what you own is never going away people love to do that people love will have a lot if you've got a lamborghini you know you're a flexer it that's never going away and people love to do it people just don't have the opportunity to do it online as much um but with nfts it's just another opportunity to do that so of course i think that will be part of it but actually you know there's talk of like nfts like everything everything being an nft which is which is interesting and i i want to know more about that too you know in terms of what what like deeds on a house and 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 plane plane tickets train tickets you know and what, what what what's the point of all that and uh uh why do people think that that's going to going to be a thing
1: what is your one liner though to your friends who say what are you doing i i don't get it i don't get nfts <laughs> um well to be honest
0: to be honest right now it is it is very much a hype train uh, that everyone's jumping on and i have flipped a few and made some money but of course there's a much longer term goal here and that will change things like the music industry i've been looking at that as well and there's uh, there's a company called opulus which um i have i've not talked about on my NF, on my tiktok but i should um opulus um had a huge pump last night actually against the odds uh it had a huge wick massive wick because uh they were put on a another exchange but they are that so when you want to put a bit of music onto spotify you have to go through a distribution platform like ditto um or uh, royal masters and the head of Ditto is the CEO of Opulus, uh, or Opal is the token, and what they're trying to do is basically get rid of the notion of a label and have basically your following be your label. Um, mm-hmm. And so the 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 idea that you'll, you NFTs will be used uh, as a means of uh, providing value to the community that that likes an artist and to the artist and they all bring each other up together somehow again i i I don't know that i haven't gone deep enough but that's the that's the premise that that's there's a way that you can use nfts that um uh like there's there's a reward for the people that like buy your thing um they get rewarded and that's what that's like what the the opal token will come come in you see so it's certainly interesting and um i would i'd i'd bank on like the the people the the, the community of people behind these projects um and and what they're trying to do to change the system of of the labels because labels are notoriously horrendous um for for artists like they're just terrible. So if that can be changed and you can empower, uh, the, 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 the followers of an artist and the artists themselves, like, why wouldn't you, you know?
1: Yeah. Agreed. Well, with that in mind, how can people, uh, who don't know you find you? How can they support bad lads? Uh, wh- where, where do we send people?
0: Um, best place to go would be my, probably be my TikTok. Um, that's, that's where I live, uh, most of the time now. <laughs> Um, and my website is 505films.co.uk where you can find anything literally film wise anything I'm up to uh, I've got all the information there all the films uh, that I've I've recently made uh, are on there Um, and my Instagram is pretty rubbish i'm not bothered about it anymore to be honest uh but yeah that's about it man
1: awesome awesome well we'll put those links in the description of the episode and uh thank you so much for coming on the show
0: mate honestly it was an absolute pleasure you're a fantastic interviewer and um, i've really enjoyed it so thank you thank you very much (laughs)